welcome to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. And we are still talking about the One Tree Hill. Um, <laughs> I almost totally said the OC. <laughs> Not the OC. We're done with the OC. Yes. Like 16 episodes done with the OC. Wild. Right? Um, but yeah, we are talking all those good old fashioned early 2000s teen dramas. Yeah, baby. That I'm realizing now, like, there's just people who have just never seen these shows. I know. These are like retro now. Yeah. Like just. <laughs> it's like at um, at the Oscars, they were talking about the 15 year anniversary of Juno, and I was like, the what now? <laughs> <laughs> but do you mean it's been 15 years since Juno? Yikes. Yeah. Like right? actually, so much has happened with everything attached to Juno. Right? Wow. <sighs> but yes. We are season one, episode 16 of One Tree Hill. The first cut is the deepest. Yes. Uh, the Cheryl Crow episode. Yes, this is the like, Cheryl Crow truly episode. Truly, though. There is no way. less than five Cheryl Crow songs. Yep. <laughs> like, they must have definitely had an agreement with her for this. Oh, yeah. Like, well, because even, I think, was it, I think there was that episode of the OC where it was, like, clearly when, I don't think, which back album was it? Was it Odelay? No. C, oh, that's C, right. Um, sea change, and it was just like all back, and it was like clearly that's like right. it, yeah, it would, had to have been sea change because I think I was like just finishing university or something, and like yeah, it was just all of them. So yeah, it must be that like mm-hmm. maybe she had her like acoustic album coming out at this time, or oh, or yeah, maybe, maybe whatever this song actually maybe it's not on her first one, it was off in this one. I don't know. I also don't. Know. I can't remember Show Crow timeline stuff. So <laughs> I can barely remember like current timeline <laughs> stuff like what day it is so <laughs> right yeah um i'm just like trying to look because yeah she definitely had an album come out in 2005 this would be too early for that though right because this is like mid 2004 yes it looks like it was 2003 and then she had Maybe? one like Oh, the oh the very best of Cheryl Crow came out in two thousand three. Okay. So I mean, all half of these songs are probably on that. Um, all I wanna do. Da, da, da. Um, you're probably <laughs> like almost just too old for that song. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we remember how apart in age we are, but we start. At school. <laughs> and Brooke and Peyton are not talking. No. Well. No. Brooke is not talking. Yeah, it Brooke leaves her, like, the dirtiest look. Like, the most, like, murderous daggers from oh, your yeah. eyes. I was just, like, the whole time I was like, whoa. Right? I forgot about <laughs> the Sophia Bush dagger stare. Right? <laughs> Holy man. Yeah, so they just like, Brooke just glares at her as she walks by. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake sees this all happen and then like talks to Peyton and sort of asks her what's going on. Yeah. Awkward. And she sort of gives him the Reader's Digest version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yes. And then she makes a comment about how he looks rough, and we find out that Jenny's just been crying all night nonstop, so he's barely running on any sleep. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, yes. And then he asks her to babysit. He has a wedding to go to. His cousin's wedding, I think. Yeah. So, like, his parents and stuff are going. Yeah. And they don't want to take Jenny. So. Yeah. So, he asks if she'll look after her. Yeah. And, of course, she says yes. I like how she's like, what's the pay? And he's like, a night away from all the drama. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. Then we go to the beach house. Yeah. Was wondering when this was going to happen. I remember this. (laughs) I did not, but it also just, like, was not surprising. Yep. So Nathan is spending the weekend with Deb. Um... Nathan and Dan are just, like, talking, and Dan's all like, oh, what are you doing with your mom this weekend? Trying to be, like, you know, like, friendly dad. Oh, he does that so many times this episode. Yeah. I'm just like, everyone hates you. Like, just stop. Right? Well, and then Nathan makes a comment about how, because, like, Dan wants him to sit down and eat breakfast, and he's like, I've been late for school every single day since I've been staying here. Yeah. So, no. And then he's all like, oh, you won't be late for school anymore with this brand new car. <laughs> <laughs> a brand new Mustang. Hello. <laughs> So, um, Nathan has a car now. Yeah. Even though he's well aware that it's a bribe. Like, he fully calls him out. He's like, this is not a gift. This is a bribe. But also, I'm taking it anyway. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which, honestly, valid. Yes. If your life has been, like, that just, like, chaotic with your parents, I would also just take the car. Totally. <laughs> like, this is what I deserve. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So then back at school, we see um, Haley catching up with Peyton. And they're just, you know, talking about Brooke and everything. And Haley's wondering how she's doing. And yeah. Peyton doesn't think that Brooke's ever going to talk to her again. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you might be right about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also I'm like, give the girl a half a second to maybe like recover from this situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it hasn't been that long. <laughs> like she needs some time to be mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that's when then Nathan pulls up in his brand new car with like his music, just yeah. like bumping. <laughs> Even Payne's like, I'm out. <laughs> right. <laughs> She just dips. <laughs> oh, so funny. And then we have this amazing Oh yes. Moment of like yeah. two thousand four. Oh yeah. <laughs> Haley's been trying to get tickets to Cheryl Crow. Mm-hmm. Number one, off of eBay. Right. Which eBay still exists, but definitely not for like that stuff. Right? So then <laughs> I guess there's another chance where she can try and get some tickets. And Nathan offers her to come over to the house because they have DSL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Because <laughs> in those days, your choices were dial-up or DSL. Yeah. Oh, man. Too funny. It was like it was even... just a whole moment. I just couldn't even... Oh, yeah, no, same. As soon as he said, <laughs> I've got DSL, I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, remember those days. <laughs> the days that we got off dial-up. Yep. I can't remember how long we were on dial-up, but I was thinking about that recently with, like, computer labs, and I'm like, I seem to remember having to, like, dial-up oh, to yeah. the internet in the computer lab. Yep. Like, totally. You just have a bunch of computers, like, beep, yep. beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> when I remember, like, I think it must have been third and fourth year, 
like the the section because I lived in residence for like all four years. This I was on like the other half of the same floor because like you could kind of like request where you wanted to stay like after you'd been there like a year. Mm-hmm. And on that other half, it was I think at one point it was like the engineering floor or something. You know, like way back when or something. So they all had like. I don't know, it was like a T1 line, something, DSL, something, something, oh, okay, something. Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so then, like, people would always, like, try and fight to, like, move down the hall. Because it was literally, like, ha- like ha- the hall was, like, split, right? So, like, if you were on, like, the left side, you didn't have it. And then if you are on the other side, you did. Man. Like, being, like, finally being, like, you know, senior enough that I could, like, get it. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have to listen to all the dial-up noises anymore. Yeah. Yeah, like the summer after, after I graduated university, summer 2003, I stayed with my grandma for a bit because she was sick. And like, I could only go on the internet when she was having her afternoon naps because we had to use dial-up because their town didn't even have anything else. Yeah. And then they got DSL literally like the month I moved home. Of course. (laughs) Of course. (sighs) But enough reminiscing about pre-internet life, (laughs) early internet life. Early internet life. Um, we can talk pre-internet life if you want to, but, <laughs> uh, Lucas, <laughs> Ugh, I know, I know. Lucas is in the weight room with his sling on, but trying to, like, super lift weight, so he's, like, yeah. on his, with his, like, left arm, and then he's just gonna end up being, like, lopsided. Right? <laughs> Dude. And then is this the first time we actually see skills at school? I think it is. Right? Yeah. 100% I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because, like, Skills comes in and he's like, are you supposed to be doing that? Like, and of course, Lucas is just like, mer, mer, mer. In mer, physiotherapy, we only stretch. Mer, 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 like. I've got to get back on the team. Yeah, and you're just like, build muscle. And you're just like, okay. And yeah, even sk- even spot. Skills is like, I think you're rushing it. Right. And I'm just saying, if some, like, river core basketball player is like, hmm. Right? That seems ill-advised medically might be yeah <laughs> but yeah of course lucas is doing that stupid like that stupid thing that people do where they try and push themselves before they're ready and like dude yeah. you're gonna give yourself a permanent injury if you do that yeah. so <laughs> then tim comes in and he's like what do you want to see you <laughs> in the gym because like they're at practice it's like Lucas is like, why? And Tim says something like, I don't know, I'm not a mind reader. Yeah. <laughs> or it was like, I'm not a psychic or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, oh Tim. boy. Oh, good tom- comic relief from Tim. Yes. <laughs> so then on the way to the gym. Yeah. Lucas he runs, runs into, into Brooke, Brooke, of course. Yeah. And she gives him the same dagger eye glare yep. that she gave to Peyton. And, like, he tries to apologize and say, like, oh, we didn't plan any of it. It just happened. And she rightfully tells him to go to hell. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I love to, like, they go into the gym and, like, all like all the guys are practicing. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and then also, like, somehow, I don't know. Again, this is logistics that I don't know because this was not my high school. Right. Why are the cheerleaders always practicing during basketball practice? Honestly, I'm not sure about that either. I mean, I mean they're not even really practicing. They're all just standing there in, like, velour yeah. tracksuits. Yes. <laughs> I know. Brooks is, like, red. <laughs> so funny. Just this super red velour tracksuit. 
Oh, but man. at least that's why then everyone can like just stare at each other and hate each other. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure that's the only reason why. It's just for the drums. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Whitey asks Lucas how his shoulder is, and he's like, Oh yeah, you know, it's fine, I'm working on it. Whitey's like, Stop. <laughs> yep. Stay out of the weight room, go sit on the bench. Yeah. And he's just like Well, and it, it's so stupid because like Lucas isn't even thinking like don't you like the whole point is number one not to injure yourself again and like obviously whitey would know i mean number one he's your coach listen number two he would know and three he wants you to be on the bench with the team for flipping morale dude right like even i get that Mm -hmm. but it's gonna be good for lucas is like i know what i'm doing (laughs) he don't you're like 16 and stupid And the moment gets worse. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yep. So Lucas decides he's just going to leave practice because yep. he's throwing a tantrum in this episode. Yep. Um, and, of course, Dan is there. Yep. I was going to say for some reason, but he's actually delivering Nathan's bag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Dan, like, I mean, he does it in a very Dan way, so valid well like, yeah like it, it starts off simple like right they just kind of say hi and then he like offers to hold the door open for lucas yeah lucas is all like i can get my own door yeah i mean i don't like dan either so like <laughs> valid but but then yeah then it just turns into like dan being dan and like purposely riling luke up and just being like yeah. you're welcome like Ugh, basically right? like you owe me thanks blah 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 and you're just like yeah, and Lucas is like, I absolutely do not. Which I'm like, you are correct in this instance. Well, especially because like that was just the human thing to do, right? You like know, he, he doesn't in. owe you thanks. Thanks, man who fathered me for not letting me die. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, and then also like, really, what you should have done <laughs> is not dangle carry him. Anyway. Oh my god, I will never be over that. <laughs> but yes, either way. Dan just starts becoming Dan and like yeah it's just stupid and I hate it yeah well okay and this is funny too because like he comes into the gym and then what happens then he's like following Nathan out of the school yeah it's a weird cut but anyway like did he just hang out in the gym and wait until yeah that was super weird right (laughs) anyway (laughs) that's when Dan attempts to give him the bag that he forgot yeah on the ground, which I did notice when he pulled away. Um, Except that he did have it when he was in school earlier. Okay, so here was what I was wondering. Was this, he had his backpack, but maybe he didn't oh, have maybe his like, like, overnight bag, bag for the weekend? Oh, okay, that's true. Right? Maybe. Yeah, because yeah, he was packing to go to his Fair. mom's for the weekend. That's I what had, I assumed. I just had definitely like seen him with a bag at one point, and then I was like, wait. Yeah. I just yeah. assumed that that's what happened. Fair. I will I will totally but, buy into that. Yeah. Except for the fact that then it just turns into Dan trying to force Nathan to be grateful right. for him bringing his bag and giving him a car. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then Peyton chases down Brooke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> trying to apologize. Which, again, I'm like, give the girl some room. Like, truly. You need to give her, like, at least a week. Well, like, because, like, the last thing I would want in that situation is to actually have that. The re- whole reason they put it off this long is because they didn't want to have that confrontational conversation. Right. So, like, 
why are you fighting so hard to have it now? Like, They're just so, like, they just so badly need her not to be mad at them. Yeah. But it's not happening. Yeah. Like, let her be angry. She has a right to be angry right now. Well, yeah, and, like, Brooke's right. She's like, you lied to my face. Like, Yeah. And, of course, and then she asks him, like, are you in love with him? And then it's all just awkward stares, awkward stares. Yep. <sighs> And honestly, it's a better scenario if Peyton is in love with him, because if she's not, that's a real shitty thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's already bad, but, like, that would make it even worse. Yeah. But anyway, Peyton doesn't answer. Brooke's like, whatever, I don't even care. Yeah. And just walks off. Ugh, meanwhile. <laughs> God. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so Dan shows up at Keith's auto body shop. Because he's always just going there to stir up trouble. Yeah. There's no reason for him to go there ever. No. Except to be a dick. Yeah. Although this time, apparently, he's there to help Keith out. (laughs) Well. He's not. Stay tuned. Um, Oh, yeah. No, he's definitely not. And, like, even Keith can see this coming from a mile away. Mm -hmm. Because Dan asks him about, about the business being for sale. And offers to buy the place. And he says he'll just be the guy behind the curtain. Like, Keith will be in charge. He'll And then he'll even be able to buy it back yeah. once he's, like, has the money. Um, and if it was anyone else, you'd be like, cool deal. Mm-hmm. And Keith is like, why would you do that? Like, no. <laughs> I don't well, trust because, like, like, what he could also do is just, like, give him a loan. Right. But that wouldn't give Dan the control. Yep. He needs the upper hand always. Uh, But then Dan unfortunately points out that it doesn't seem like anybody else is all that interested in buying. So Keith really doesn't have very many options. Yeah. But you can tell he's just really unwilling to even consider this idea at first. Mm -hmm. Then. Oh, yes. We go to. Deb's place. Nathan's there. <laughs> she asks about the car. <laughs> She's all like, oh, it's hard to keep up with those kinds of bribes. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? You're the one lying to me. Like, you won't tell me what's going on. Go ahead and keep your secrets, but... Well, I'm like, oh, I was so torn in this scene because mm-hmm. she's completely right and everything that oh, she yeah, said absolutely. is stuff that Nathan said earlier. Yeah. But he's, like, kind of being antagonistic towards her. Mm-hmm. Because of these secrets, right? She'd rather protect these secrets. And he's just like, yeah. what, what, what did he say? Like, what could be worse than this? Yeah, well, and because he's only living with Dan right now because he's trying to protect her yeah. from those secrets coming out. And he doesn't even know what those secrets are. Yeah. So, yeah, I see why he's angry. But also I do feel bad for Deb because she's in a really rough position as well. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> so then we... We're at the cafe. It's all lovely. <laughs> Haley, Karen, and Lucas are all, like, eating dinner together. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. This is why we need to own a cafe, just so that we can, like, hang out there and I eat know, the food. Right? <laughs> totally. But then, of course, they're just, like, trying to have a normal conversation. Yeah. And Lucas is too mad at life to handle that. All I wrote down was Lucas being an ass. <laughs> yeah, well, he, like, starts going off about how, like, physical therapy is a waste of time and, like, Brooke and Peyton won't talk to him, which is hilarious because then Haley, like, is like, see, just like old times. <laughs> which might be the point where Lucas is just like, I'm done here. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, and he storms out. 
Oh, I love Haley so much. <laughs> so then he ends up at random bar. Yeah, it's the like pool hall bar that he and Brooke went yeah. to. Because they accept his fake ID. Yes. And, he orders and of course, beer. okay, but first. Right? I already know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he Just takes his ahead. sling off. <sighs> I don't know what his deal with this sling is. Why does he keep doing this? I don't know. The whole point of the sling is so that you don't move that arm more than you have to. And I know it's his right arm, so, like, that's probably weird. Like, but like if he's a right-handed person. But also, dude, it's there for a reason. I know, and he just keeps taking it off to, like, take it off. And yeah. then, like, obviously, like, cause further things. But, like, I, yeah, like, I just, I just don't get it. Like, Maybe. his rationale, I just don't understand. No, nope. it's infuriating to me. That's I mean, I guess learn. whatever. He's yeah. a dumb teenage boy, but yep. <laughs> so he gets his beer and it like goes to pay for it, and then the guy's like, "Oh no, she paid for it down there." Mm-hmm. Oh boy! And we get a lady. Yep, with real heavy dark eye makeup, <laughs> <laughs> like just like super thick black liner all around. Yes. Uh, so he goes over to talk to her. I find her so irritating. Yeah. <laughs> well, because she's like, do you like, do you believe in magic or whatever? And so she like, her ma- that magic trick was the lamest magic trick. Oh my God. Also, why is she just constantly setting everything on fire? And by everything, I mean all the alcohol she consumes. Like I don't, it's so. Yeah. So like she's, and the thing is, they're obviously trying to make her like cool and edgy. And I'm like, Oof. this is lame. <laughs> so lame. Well, cause. Because that's the trick. So she writes, she pours the alcohol into, onto plate. a plate, mm-hmm. and then, like, sticks a match in the lime, and, like, and then does the thing where, like, you put the glass over yeah, and it, like, sucks vacuum. vacuum in the... But, like, it didn't actually, like, it's not like you could have, like, lifted the glass up. Like, it wasn't actually a cool magic trick. All it did was, like, suck the liquid under the glass. Like, <sighs> Right. Just, like, like just... congrats, you burned up some of the whatever atmosphere yeah, like... in the glass, and... <laughs> It created a vacuum and sucked up all the... Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Not a magic trick. That's just science. Yep. Anyway. They're like, I don't know. I didn't write down most of their conversation because it was just too irritated by the entire thing. Well, yeah, because she's like... Oh, he says, like, I am Lucas or... And she's like, yeah, oh, like, as if you're the only Lucas? Right. Like, don't you mean, like, your name is Lucas? And I was just like, I can't with this. Right? I can't. But then, of course, he asks her name, and she's like, you know, like, maybe I'll give it to you if you buy me a drink. <sighs> and for whatever reason, <laughs> Lucas continues. Like, I just try to imagine if this was a reverse scenario. Like, yeah. if a guy was trying this on, like, to a girl, she would be like, please go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as soon as there was a magic trick, I'm out. Right? <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so then we get Peyton in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. She's sketching yes. in her notebook. But then uh, she stops and like sort of looks at her webcam and then just decides to unplug that. Mm-hmm. She tosses it in like a bin under her desk. Yeah. Because obviously then, like, that's how Brooke found out in the last episode. Yes. yes. That so Lucas she's, was with her. Yeah. So she's having second thoughts about having that webcam around. Yeah. 
And this is like pre-social media. This is wild. Right? For kids who don't know, at this point, Facebook did not exist. Or if it did, it was only at Harvard. Yes. Yes. Correct. Because, yeah, timeline-wise, I'm not exactly sure when it was I'm just Harvard. I'm also not but... exactly sure. Because but... I feel like it was, like, general public, more like 2007, 2008. Yeah, because I so. started I started undergrad, it would have been 2006, I think. Yeah. 2005? Somewhere around there. I think it was 2005. Yeah. And I got Facebook, like, I can't remember if it was the second year or what mm-hmm. but that's when it was still only universities yeah and you needed a university email to sign up <laughs> and it was brand new baby <laughs> one of my friends course signed me up for it and then and then i had a facebook account forevermore because yeah. it's impossible to get rid of yeah now you can't fucking get rid of it right <sighs> anyway <laughs> Peyton gets a phone call that says it's from Lucas's cell phone. Yes. But when she answers it, it's Karen. Mm-hmm. Because Karen can't find Lucas, and Lucas has conveniently left his cell phone behind. Yes. Because again, um, 2004, you would do right. that. You would cool. totally do that. Right. And you wouldn't be, like, dying on the inside. Yeah. Whereas, like, now well, because if I, like, Because your phone couldn't in... do anything other than make a phone call. Right? Yeah. No. Oh, like... until later. Until later. Uh-huh. The end of this episode, I have gonna be a fun time (laughs) (laughs) so yes karen wants to know if she's seen lucas uh she's also been trying to get a hold of brooke probably from his cell phone which is why she's not answering yeah uh so peyton says that she'll talk to her (laughs) cut to brooke who's watching i don't even know what she's watching some old movie yeah um with someone crying over romance (laughs) and Brooke being (laughs) mad about it pull it together (laughs) and changes the channel uh, to like a slasher flick Mm -hmm. it's it's the Jessica Biel Texas Chainsaw Massacre (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't paying that close attention I can spot Jessica Biel from a mile away I was like oh that's hilarious Uh, yeah Jessica Biel and then Um, she begged Justin Timberlake um oh yeah i always forget that yeah he probably would have been with like with chris evans at this time and then he became cool who knew jessica beale man (laughs) um but yeah then peyton comes in yes brooke's like not having it yeah brooke's like why are you even here yeah like there was a reason i wasn't answering my phone yep um which is obviously Peyton tells her that Karen can't find Lucas. So like at the very least, if you hear from him, please let her know. But Brooke being Brooke actually does care a little still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's like, wait, <laughs> she ends up going with, with uh, Peyton. Yeah. Ugh. Meanwhile, this girl whose name we don't quite know yet. Yeah. Not quite yet. Yep. Uh, I... Is asking if he has a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. what? I, I was like so not paying attention during the scene. I mean, I was like working while I was doing it, but like, yeah, they were kind of talking about stuff. He says he doesn't have a girlfriend, but he used to have two. And some of getting tangled up and stuff. Like, I was fully just like not paying attention, so I was just kind of like, uh, tangled. I don't know. I'm like, I don't even have notes because I was just like not even paying attention because like I just didn't even want to hear them talk. 
I mean, yeah, that's basically what I did. She does call him out for like, you know, pouting and she's all like, boo hoo. <laughs> <laughs> but then she's also like, what do the Easter bunny and true love have in common? It doesn't matter because neither exist. And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. I missed that yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, and this is when she lights her next shot on fire because she just likes to light her booze on fire. This one, at least she drinks. I mean, like, could we at least, like, have, make it, like, Saganaki? Like, could we light some cheese on fire instead? Come on. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And then she's like, you want to get out of here? And he's all like, I don't even know you. And she's like, that's literally a point, dude. <laughs> and this is when we find out that her name is Nikki. Yes. Apparently not with two Ks, even though that is what we both assumed. <laughs> <laughs> she just... If you know, oh, yeah. you know, she just seems like a girl who would be an N-I-K-K-I. It's true. But apparently she's an N-I-K-C-K-I. Uh, yeah. But she definitely looks like a 2K Nikki. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then we go back to the auto body shop with Keith. Yep. Looking at bills. Mm-hmm. And then Karen shows up. Yeah, she's looking for Lucas. But, of course, notices that there's a for sale sign. Yeah. And she's like, what's all that about? And she's like, I'll take a loan out against the cafe and write you a check. And he's yeah. basically like, I'm not going to cash it. So yeah. don't waste your time. Well, yeah, because um, then it's just like, it, right now it's him losing his business or then her losing her business. You know, like, right. no. And exactly. obviously he just would never let her do that anyways. No. Um, which is when he tells her that he has, like, a possible solution yeah and at first she's like a loan shark and he's like no no you're like no it's far worse (laughs) yeah the loan shark i feel like would have been way better like worst case you like like, what break your kneecaps like ooh, right dealing with dan is so much worse than broken kneecaps really is (sighs) and she's like promise me you're not about to do something stupid too late he is about to do something stupid super stupid yeah so, um, oh yes, Brooke takes them to the bar, yeah, her and Peyton, because she knows that Lucas might be there. Mm-hmm. Um, they describe Lucas to the bartender. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brooke finds his sling, which he just friggin' left on the bar. Yep. <laughs> Brooke's so annoyed about it too. She's like, he was wearing this. <laughs> oh, just such an idiot. Uh, and i think they described him as like a loner because then the bartender's like oh yeah i remember him but like he wasn't a loner when he left if you know what i mean like yeah everyone knows what you mean dude you don't need to say that yeah (laughs) brooke thinks that thinks that's hilarious well yeah because the whole time she's like you know mad about like looking at all these people and like just like hating them all yeah and like to Peyton you know like you don't even want to know what I'm thinking about you and like and yeah she's just being like angry but then yeah as soon as she finds out that like Flukes is with another another girl mm-hmm. she's like all right let's stay for some beer <laughs> yeah it's so funny and then Peyton's like yeah okay me too <laughs> yeah so then uh Meanwhile, Nikki and Lucas are breaking into the mall. Yes. She has a key because mm-hmm. she used to work there and yeah. is obviously the kind of person who's going to copy a key or yeah. steal it. 
And I guess also somehow has the key to the carousel. Yes. <laughs> That's cool. Maybe she just stole the entire set of mall keys. <laughs> oh, there's some poor mall cop just like. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, boy. And again, Ugh. I didn't pay that much attention to what was happening here because, because it was horrible. It was so, so stupid. Again, we've already established, like, we be jaded. Um... <laughs> okay, but one of, my, one of my notes during this is, I hate this. <laughs> well, because she just, it's like she sort of asks, like, what's wrong with his arm? So he just, Ugh. just barely lifts up his t-shirt sleeve just a little tiny bit. And, like, she starts kissing down his arm, and I'm so like, gross. what are we doing? And then she, like, know. kisses his hand. I'm like, what are we doing? And then, of course, oh, she, yeah. like, pushes them down and starts straddling him. And she's taking her top off at this yep. point. Yep. And then she undoes her bra. Yeah. But then that's it. Yeah. She doesn't take it off. Nope. He doesn't take it off. Nope. It's just done, done. <laughs> and they're just on this carousel this whole time, by the way. Which is also rotating, like, extremely slowly. <laughs> so I'm also extra annoyed by this scene, because much like the um, Peyton-Lucas situation where they're in the motel room, where I'm like, I love this trope. <laughs> I love carousels. I'm obsessed with carousels. So I'm just mad. Yeah. I'm like, anyone else? Where are you? In a different situation? Yeah. Might be a cute scene, but I hate everything. Yeah. I hate it all. <laughs> So, that's that on that. Well, and because, like, then it immediately cuts to them at the cafe. Yes. Clearly, like, after closing. So, like, we just have to assume that, again, like, Luke has keys and is just, like, busting in. Which, like, I mean, he probably does. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But still. And they're like, she's had a banana split and he has some sort of dessert. And then they have some, they're having some sort of conversation about, like, stuff being black and white. And her talking about how, like. You know, things are more gray, so they're trying to, like, come up with examples. there's also, like, a really gross comment she makes where she asks if he's in high school, and he, like, kind of hesitates, and she's like, that's okay. I like him young. I was like, ooh. But, I mean, like, she can't be that much She can't older. be. She can't be. We'll find out later why. Right? Yep. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just a gross comment, like. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yeah, then with more weirdness. She like it's, it just gets all weird, and then he goes to grab something to like show her something, and of course when he comes from like the stock room, she's bailed, she's gone. Yeah, she just like like disappears. Yeah, like that door has a bell on it, I think. <laughs> and it doesn't. It she's doesn't sneaky. Matter. She's sneaky. But yeah, those like weird gray area. I mean, first of all, of course Lucas thinks everything is black and white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But also, what does he say? He gives her the example of, like, a school bus full of kids dies, crashes, yeah. they all die. And he's, like, trying to, like, think of a bad situation that couldn't have a good outcome. And she's like, all the kids go to heaven and there's one less bus on the road, so there's, like, less air pollution. I'm like, that's not... <laughs> you're not making the point you think you're making. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. They wait up back at the, oh, yeah, at the, the bar with bar. Brooke and Peyton. Brooke's still pissed, obviously. Of course. 
I think they have some sort of conversation about Jake or something. Oh, yeah, because so Brooke is saying something about how she just like wants to smash in all the pretty the faces of the pretty boys. Um Oh, and then, no, Peyton says she has to go because she's babysitting Jenny. Oh, right. Though. In the morning. Yeah. Um, and that's when Brooke's like, oh, you're moving on so quickly. <sighs> and like, okay, whatever. Fair. Brooke's yeah. still real mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Peyton's like, are we ever going to get past this? And this is when I'm like, girl, how long has it even been? Like two days? <laughs> Yeah, because, like, we don't even know. So, like, at most in TV world, it was a week. Yeah. But realistically, it is not. It has yeah. been less than that. Yeah. It could even be the next day. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, then, of course, some, like, some guy, like, sidles up on Brooke and she's just like, no, hard pass. <laughs> <It's> so good. <laughs> just, like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Lucas gets home. Karen's there, obviously. And he's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, yeah, you've been apologizing a lot lately. <laughs> um, but, like, she does ask him, like, what's going on, basically. Yeah. And he's like, I've been screwing up a lot. So, like, at least he knows it. <sighs> yeah. But... Um, she says something, how, something about how being a teenager is hard. And it's like, honestly, it's all hard. <laughs> and I'm like, true, but also you could not pay me to be a teenager again. <laughs> I don't even know if you could pay me to be right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it just feels different, messy. <laughs> Basically, right? <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, oh, yeah, he says something about, like, being a man means owning up to your mistakes. I mean, yes, it does, but you're I not know. a man, Lucas Scott. I know. <laughs> I'm a little boy. <laughs> but he says he's going to do better, so. Mm-hmm. Finally. Um, oh, Keith. So, yeah. Keith comes by the beach house to see Dan. Did I completely miss this? I think I must have missed this. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he comes by the beach house. Because um, he's got to sign some papers. Hmm. For selling the business. Yep. Um, and Dan's all like, why are you always ready to assume the worst? And Keith's like, because I've known you my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan's all just like, all I need is a signature. And it's a really short scene. But you're just like, oh, Keith. Yeah. So... That's a done deal. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Then we get Deb and Karen at the cafe. Karen is still very grateful for everything that Deb has done. Yes. And it's so good that she thinks that they should partner up because mm-hmm. it's never been better. Totally. And Deb was like, you know, flattered, of course. But she's like, I really can't do that because I've always used work as a way to basically like get away from Dan yeah. when things have been bad. And Nathan's always the one that suffers for it. So I can't right now, basically. Mm-hmm. And this is when Karen tells Deb, like, you just need to tell Nathan what's going on and trust that 
like your side of the story will be enough. Yeah. I, I mean, know. this was all going to come out anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Haley comes in. She's like, life is so unfair. <laughs> I love it. It's just like such a teenage moment <laughs> because she didn't get the Cheryl Crow tickets. No. Um, but then uh, Deb asks if Nathan's still at home. So, you know, she's going to yeah. go talk to him. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and then Skills comes by to see Lucas. Oh, yes. I love Skills. Yes. So he comes by, see how his shoulder's doing, see if he's up for a game. But he brought him a basketball <laughs> that they all signed when they were like, I don't know how old. <laughs> Young enough that like their signatures don't look like adult signatures. It's really just them like writing their name or like yeah. printing their name. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Um, because I guess they they promised each other and themselves that that basketball would be worth something one day. Yeah, I was like, that's adorable. <laughs> so he basically he just gives it to him for sort of morale. Yeah, which is cute. <laughs> I love skills. Yes, me too. When does he end up on the team? Oh, damn it! I'm thinking. Very soon. That's a lot, yeah. Yeah. So then we head to Jake's. Yes. Peyton's babysitting. Yes. He's written down, like, everything for her. <laughs> like, her whole schedule, as well as, like, five different phone numbers. So, like, his cell phone number, his pager number. Because <laughs> that was a thing people used to have. Um, his parents' cell phones. And then, like the venue i think no it was his his cousin that was getting married (laughs) their phone number (laughs) (laughs) she's like jake chill we're gonna be fine yeah (laughs) but he's never left her with anyone other than his parents so yeah well it's so funny because then she jokes she's like and you picked me and there's like a moment of panic and she's like i'm kidding i'm just kidding it's fine (laughs) we're gonna be fine yeah oh so cute they're so cute Yes, 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 yes. Oh, then, and then Lucas yeah. goes to see Whitey. Yeah. Whitey's like the only sane person on the show. Right? <laughs> Honestly. Like, out of the kids, out of the adults, he's the only one who seems to like have things together. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. <laughs> Man. So yeah, Lucas apologizes for walking out of practice. Yeah. Um and Whitey says, like, the spot on the team is yours and it's gonna be there when you're ready. Like if we lose a couple games along the way, so be it. But Lucas is like, No, you guys need another shooter because you guys are like we're undefeated and that's important. Like that's important to me, that's important to the rest of the team. It matters. So I think this is where skills comes in. Yeah, right? Like, that's what I was thinking, too. Right? Yeah, that like, he wasn't that was just saying, like, was like oh, this someone a chance, like, a specific someone a chance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully, this is where that happens. Because I know he's on the team, I think, when they go 
on like an away game. I'm pretty sure Skills is there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm remembering correctly. There's so much I just don't remember. I just don't, so. <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh. And then. Mm-hmm. So Nathan's just playing some video games. Yep. Deb comes in and is like, um, I would like to talk to you. So this is when we find out that there was a point when things were really bad with Dan. Yeah. Where he actually left him to be with somebody else that she'd met. Oh, yeah. And it was when Nathan was away at basketball camp. And when he got home, Dan told him that she was on a business trip. Yeah. But then we also find out that Dan was awful that summer. Probably because he was taking it all out on Nathan. Yeah. So Nathan's real mad. Because, like, he said, you know, like, when I was talking to you, like, on the phone and telling you how bad things were, and you said you couldn't come. Like, you just didn't come because you were with some guy. Like, yeah. So he starts packing a bag. (laughs) Because, yeah, he's like, I just don't want to live with either of you. Like. Yep. To be honest, I totally thought it was, like, something... I don't know, juicier than an affair. <laughs> or I was hoping because I couldn't remember. I knew it was an affair. I thought it was a slightly more specific affair than this. Oh. <laughs> but according to my sister, that actually happens in real time on the show. So. Okay. Sure. Oh, like at another point on the show? Yep. Oh. Yeah. I mean, at that point, Deb and Dan are not together, but. Oh, intrigue. I, I mean, I'm assuming. I mean, maybe I remember. Mm-hmm. Is it like a scandal? Super scandal? I mean, a, a little bit. I mean, no, no. Mm-hmm. I think you're thinking of a different one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I don't even know what I'm thinking. I'm just like trying to come up with <laughs> come up with options. There's definitely another one that's like kind of a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Deb gets around. Anyway. I, 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 like, I 100% remember nothing about anything with Deb whatsoever. Okay. Besides from, like, maybe pills? Pills later? Yes, that definitely yeah. happens. That, that I remember. Happens. Spoiler! Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. Nathan's out. Yeah. He goes to see Haley. Mm-hmm. They're looking for solutions. And Haley's like, I might have the answer. Yes. I was wondering when this happened, too. Yeah. Um. Oh, yes. Keith should have seen this coming. Yes. So he goes to work at his shop that is supposed to mostly be his. <laughs> and someone's there changing the sign so that it says like Dan Scott Auto Body Shop or something instead of what did it say before? Just Scott? Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, because like Lucas and him always have the hoodies and it's like Scott Auto Body or Automotive or something like that. Why even bother changing it anyway? Well, because it's not the same branding, because Dan oh, yeah. is Dan's very focused the brand. on the brand. So, obviously, Keith is mad. Oh, yeah, yeah. and then this guy introduces himself as Keith's new boss. And Keith's like, okay, <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. 
what is happening is Dan has done exactly what everybody predicted Dan would do. Because now, too, Keith's like, I'm not agreeing to this. And Dan's like, well, it's a legitimate business deal. And if you walk away now, the business yeah. is fine. And you yeah. have nothing. Yeah. And you're like, obviously, this is going to happen to Keith. Like, I know he was backed into a corner, but geez, Louise. I know. Um... Peyton's with Jenny. Oh, yeah. And Jenny's crying, and she can't get her to calm down. So then she crafts a mobile. It's so cute. <laughs> like, yarn and knitting needles and little bits and bobs. And, like, it's so cute. It's so cute. So, yeah, she puts <laughs> the keys on it, and, like, yeah. there's, like, a little, uh, I don't know, some other little shiny-looking thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, a little toy horse. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So then Jake gets home. His parents have decided to stay downtown because yeah. they're getting their drink on. Yeah. As they should at a wedding. Yes. And so he's like, I can just, like, you don't have to go home. I can order a pizza and we can watch a movie. Like, yes. 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 <laughs> Listen, I just wanted this so badly, okay? Yeah. Man. Like, it's, it's just always going to be Peyton and Jake. Yeah. I need that alt universe. <laughs> me too. Someone Maybe there's a universe me... out there where this storyline went in a different direction. Yes. I would love that storyline. Yes. Oh, yes. Then Nathan comes by to see his mom. Yep. And hands her some papers. Yes. <laughs> She's like, what is this? And he's like, oh. I'm petitioning for emancipation. Yep. I've talked to a lawyer. Yep. I'm going to live alone. Yep. And the lawyer says he has a case, so it's not just like a willy-nilly. Yeah. Yep. So I, this is super random, I have known about emancipation since 1993. Okay. <laughs> I, there was, there was a TV movie with mm -hmm. baby Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh my god. It was called Gregory K. Oh my god. And... You know, like, he, his his parents were kind of crappy, so he was kind of sent to, like, a boy's, not a boy's school, but, like, a ranch. I don't know, like, somewhere off to, like, a boy's thing. Right. And some lawyer comes to the place and, like, wants to adopt him, but because his parents still have rights, they refuse to let the adoption happen, even though they're, like, horrible parents. Right. And obviously aren't taking care of him. So then he ends up, like, it was, I just remember because the only thing was, like, they're, like, he's divorcing his parents. Uh, mm. But it's totally just, like, emancipation. And, like... I still remember watching that with, like, little, tiny Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, my goodness. He would have been a baby. Yeah, it was 1993. I yeah, so I just always, like, anytime it how comes up. How old would he have been? Uh, how old would he have been? Um, when was Angels in the Outfield? <laughs> oh, he's the same age as me, so he would have been 12. Okay. Um, I don't know when Angels in the Outfield was, though. How old is Angels in the Outfield? <laughs> Um, oh my god. Oh my god, he's literally in so many... This was before Angels in the Outfield. Angels in the Outfield was 94. Oh, okay. So he would have been... Okay. 13. No, wait, so he would have been 11 for this one. No, 12. I know how to do math. 1993, 1994. You're telling um, me he was 13 in Angels in the Outfield? Yes, I am. He looks so small. I mean, realistically, he was probably like 11 or 12, depending on when they filmed it. Oh, true, true. But, yeah. Still... Little baby. Yeah. <laughs> what a cutie. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so as soon <laughs> Sorry as like for our Joseph Gordon Love attention. <laughs> so good. 
I love him. Um, Me too. But yeah, so like when he comes in with like the emancipation things, I was like, oh, Gregory K. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, there's, okay, so the, I feel like this is probably the first instance that I ever learned about emancipation. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this happened on another. I think so, too. Teen drama, except. I don't remember what it was. I know. Or someone wanted to try to do it, and it was going to be really complicated. Wasn't Darlene going to do it on Roseanne? Because she wanted to, like, oh, not maybe. graduate. Like, she wanted to, like, skip high school and go, like. There was something there where she, like, didn't finish high school and, like, went to university earlier. Or something like that. Okay. I remember that, anyway. too. But, yeah, somewhere. <laughs> Baby Joseph Gordon-Levitt, also on Roseanne. <laughs> Wild. Ugh. Lucas goes to see Brooke Ugh. to apologize. And again, she's like, what? Like, go away. And then she she says, did you know the entire time we were dating, I actually felt inferior to you? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, girl. Well, yeah, and then she's just like, but you're like every single other guy. You're just a liar and a cheat. I'm like, mm-hmm. garbage. And you're like, that's correct. And then she, like, throws the sling at him. Oh, yeah. She had the sling, and he's like, ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot when he was went to go see Whitey, he still has his arm, like, even though he doesn't have the sling, he still has it, like, yeah. like propped. <laughs> like, dude, if you didn't throw your sling away, yeah. you wouldn't have to hold it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yes, and then at the cafe. <laughs> Healy and Nathan are there. And someone walks in like for a cup of coffee. It's just Cheryl Crow. Because, you know, she's just driving through Tree Hill. Yeah, as you do. <laughs> Definitely normal. Uh, and Haley's super cute because she's just like, uh, uh, co- co- coffee, co- co- coffee, yeah, coffee. Right? And she's got like three coffee cups that she's just like stacking and unstacking just to like have something to do with her hand. And, really then, and then Cheryl Crow. Cheryl, Cheryl Crow. It's yeah. like, how much do I owe you? I can't even, I can't. Even in like that moment of just like having bold confidence oh, yeah. chaos inside me, I still couldn't do what Haley did. She's like, right? one song per coffee. Oh my God. Like, I, know, I was like, that's so ballsy. So ballsy. Like damn girl, I could never do that. I'd be no. like, um, it, it costs this much, or actually, I'd probably be like, just take it. Yeah, that well, that's exactly yeah. <laughs> Not even a price, just like take the cup away from me. Especially too, because like it's the end of the night. They were yeah. closing. She's about to tell her that they're closed until she realizes it's Cheryl. Crow. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I mean, maybe she would have had to make a new pot, but either way, you're giving that coffee away, <laughs> right? But anyway, of course. Cheryl Crow obliges and plays some songs yeah. or a song. Yeah. The title song of yes. the episode, First Cut is the Deepest. <laughs> and then, then, Haley's like, no one's going to believe this. So Nathan takes out his flip phone. <laughs> it takes one of those crappy, grainy little pictures. <laughs> Which, like, now you would be like, you cannot prove that this is Shell Crow. Right? <laughs> There's no amount of pixels oh in there. God. Oh, my God. It was so fun. Especially because they, like, show you the picture being taken on the phone, too. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Do you remember? 
I don't even think I bothered taking pictures when I had a phone like that because they were so bad it wasn't worth it. Well, and you you couldn't do anything with it. Well, no, because you didn't have you didn't they internet. didn't ho- they didn't ho- like, hook up to computers or no. like anything. No. Honestly, <laughs> hysterical. It's just it's it looks like one of it looks like a picture that is taken from like a security camera that they had to yeah. zoom in on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but like before they, you know, sharpen the image or whatever yeah. they do. Like on all the TV shows where that's complete fake technology. Yes. Because you can't do that. <laughs> no, it's 100% not real. It's fine. But I'm all for it in every single one of those TV shows. I'm like, yes, yes. sharpen that yeah. image, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm editing exactly. my own photos being like, mm. <laughs> Right? I lost it at this moment, though. I was like, wow, remember that. <laughs> Now you can film entire, like, movies on your iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> so as Cheryl Crow is playing this yeah. song, uh, we see Deb go to see Dan to show him the... Emancipation papers. Yeah, and she's like, he's leaving us. Then mm-hmm. we see Sad Brooke rolling around on her yeah. bed. <laughs> then we see Sad Lucas, and he's looking at... Peyton's website, which doesn't have the webcam anymore. Nope. So then it cuts to Sad Peyton, who's looking at her shut down webcam website. Yeah. <laughs> Jake's cleaning up some pizza crusts, and he finds a sketch that uh, Peyton did of Jenny, which is so cute. And then someone comes to the door. Yes. So he answers it. Mm-hmm. And who is it? But Nikki. Nikki with two K's. That's how I'm going to spell it from now on. Yeah. I don't care if they didn't spell it that way. <laughs> and of course, she's just like, hey, Jake. And he's like, hey, Nikki. So we know mm-hmm. that she, they know each yep. other. And then she says, how is my daughter? And the episode is over. Yep. And you're like, what? Yeah. Yep. Jake's baby mama. So, yeah, so, like, she can't be that much older than them. No, I because, mean, exactly. You know, if even if Jenny's, like, a year old and then she was pregnant for them, like, mm-hmm. we'd have to go back at least so, like, two years. Yeah, like, it's possible, I guess, that she's a year older than them. Yeah. Right? Jake is supposed to be the same age as the rest of them. Uh, yeah, and they're, like, what, 17? I don't even know. I feel like they I have to they be older. I thought they were, like, 16. Yeah, but no one's having, like, 16 birthday parties although I guess no one's really had a birthday party at this point yeah I don't know I don't know because like they all Either drive way, it's they possible all, like, that yeah, she has graduated since yeah. this whole thing went down or she just left plus if they're only 16 now that would have made Jake like 14 yeah people do that no I know I'm just <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm just mathing out loud that's all yeah <laughs> But yeah, no, she definitely has to be older because, like, she just seems older. I mean, that's also because that actress is older. Yeah. Like, so she... She also seemed to just very much be in that bar, though. Like... Oh, that's true. No fake ID, though. But maybe she definitely seems like someone who would have a fake ID. So, like, I don't know. Because, so she's in this in what what year is this? 2004? Four. And then, oh, she was on Smallville before this. 
So on Smallville, she's playing a grown adult who is a doctor in 2002-2003. So like not just not just like an adult who's like 22, an adult who has been through 4 years of pre-med and then med school and then residency, <laughs> like all of the doctor stuff. I mean, yeah, she was born in 76, so yeah. She's older than all of them for sure. But yeah. Anyway. I just know so, her from being, on, she was a detective on CSI New York. But I think, yes. I think she gets killed. Oh, that's too bad. She's, she's, she's also definitely in not an on episode it. of Supernatural. Of course. <laughs> she plays a werewolf that uh, Sam has to kill. <laughs> if she gets murdered in that. Sam is Dean and, not, and Dean is not Dean, right? Correct. Okay. That is correct. <laughs> If you know, you know. I actually, uh, I actually hate that episode. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, on Smallville, she's um, engaged to Lex Luthor for a little while, and then like almost dies. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's um, Emmanuel Vonier, by the way. Um, yes. Canadian. Yes. We have... Hello, obviously. Yeah. To the people that don't understand her name, that's just if you're Canadian, you just know. <laughs> right. <laughs> that name is just I... a Canadian name. <laughs> It's so Canadian sounding. Yeah. Except I think she's like Vancouver Canadian and not like. Yeah, she is. She was. um... Where does it say that? Oh, yes. She was. Well, she was born in Vancouver. Mm. So I don't know where she grew up. But anyway, so she's like. Really our only new person that's going to recur. But as far as like guest people, of course, we have Cheryl Crow as herself. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Wild. Um, Wait, sorry. I'm just what? looking up Emmanuel Wonier. She's with Chuck Lorre, who's like the TV sitcom, like. Oh. Oh, he is older than her. By a lot. Oh, wait. They were together for two years. They oh, were okay. together. But yes, he is. Either way, for those two years, he was still like 25 years older than her. Oh, yeah. He was born <laughs> in 1952. Yeah. That man is older than my father. That's probably why she was on Two and a Half Men, because he made that show. Oh, I that think. makes sense. Right? Yeah. Sorry. Got distracted. But yeah, Cheryl Crow. Nobody else, really. Yeah. Um... I feel like it wasn't a super high school moment. It was just a very 2004 moment. There was lots of 2004 moments oh, in this episode, so I think. For me, just, you know, as we've talked about, the eBay tickets, the cell phone, the DSL. The like... DSL. <laughs> yeah. Just... I did think, now this is very specific to my own high school experience mm-hmm. of living somewhere where there were a bunch of rich kids. Mm-hmm. But Nathan pulling up in that Mustang, I was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> Memories. I did not have the Mustang. No. Clarify. Uh, <laughs> my one friend that had a car, two two people that had had a car. My friend Ange had like it was, I'm talking like a boat of a car, oh, like really? some sort. I don't know, like it wasn't like a LeBaron, but like so, like I'm talking like two blocks long. Like oh, my God. we got like stuck in a parking lot one time because oh, it was just like we had to like. <laughs> um, 
And then Steve Sankey had a little tiny, 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 tiny car. And I remember one time he came into class and he was holding his rear view mirror. Oh, my <laughs> God. Because it just, like, came off. And then another time his friends, like, picked his car up and because it was so small. Oh, my God. <laughs> Physically? Yeah, like... I mean, there was probably, like, a group of them. But, yeah, they picked it up and turned it just so slightly so that then he couldn't get out of his parking spot until oh the other God. cars moved. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, yeah, there were no yeah. brand-new Mustangs. Oh, there were brand-new SUVs. There mm. were brand-new convertibles. There was a brand-new Hummer. <laughs> oh, yeah. With a, with a license plate, I believe, that read Made for Fun. Oh, I, yeah. Just didn't paint a picture of what my high school was like. <laughs> oh, who did you have as most annoying for this episode? I mean Nikki because I can't stand her. Oh, fair. Fair. I just always kinda like forget about her. I'm always just like, was it Luke? Was it Dan? Was it Luke? Was it Dan? Yeah. As I much mean... as Dan was bad, it was definitely more Luke than it was Dan. Mm-hmm. But you're right in that it was actually Nikki. Yeah. It was Nikki. Yeah. Just like everything about her just I hate it. I just hate <laughs> I hate that character, like that girl. Yeah, me too. I mean, yes, I want her like awesome looking at tank top, but like that's it. Yeah, and like I, I actually as much as I was like making fun of her really dark eye makeup, I kinda dig it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's kinda coming back around, yeah. I can... <laughs> little little raccoon eyes. But uh, yeah, but just... yeah, she's just profoundly annoying. Yeah, as long as she just kept her mouth shut, it'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did you have a quote of the episode? I did not. We have not had the voiceover I know. book quotes in a long time. Which is wild because like in my head, every episode had one. Yeah. And it's been a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I know like, you know, Lucas was in a coma there for a while. So yeah, but like other people could have read it or, you know, Criminal Minds is always a different person saying mm-hmm. a quote. Like, but yeah, I totally and I don't, that I was think like... that even at this point, someone other than Lucas has said it. No, at least once. So. Yeah. But, but yeah. So I don't know when that starts again, but I'm sure it does. Mm-hmm. Especially um, once he becomes a writer. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> From the two we, writers. We fully realize that this is exactly what we want. However, something about it being Lucas, we do not. <laughs> no, listen, the writer character in the teen drama is oh, always the worst. Worst. They're so pretentious and awful. The quote that I had was Peyton uh, when she was talking to Jake at the beginning of the episode. Oh, yes. That just is kind good. of being like, kind of explaining like what's going on with her and Brooke. And, you know, boy meets girl. Girl doesn't know what she wants. Boy starts dating girl's best friend. Girl ruins everything. Yep. That is a good one. I guess the song of the episode has to go to Cheryl Crow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I guess we'll give it to First Cut is the deepest because it's the one she plays on the show yeah, and also it's the, it's the title of yeah. the episode but there's five but there, yes <laughs> yes and there, there goes the neighborhood home lucky kid and it's only love which yeah. is so funny because as i was watching the episode i was only half paying attention to the music but everyone every so often i was like it's a cheryl crow song yeah me too cheryl crow song <laughs> like what sorry i thought there was just gonna be the one at the end and i was like what are all these well, and then, and, but then there's also, like, a Snow Patrol song and, yeah. like, other songs, too. And I was just like, this is just too much music, y'all. It's a Deb Talon song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, but, yeah, I know there was so much music in this episode that I was like, wait, what's that one? Wait, what's that one? Wait, yeah. what's that one? <laughs> Whereas, like, I feel like the past couple, it's been not that many. Yeah. So. 
<laughs> but anyway, this was the Cheryl Crow episode. Yeah. Obviously, there was something going on where it was like, I'll be on your show if you play no fewer than five of my songs in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's the episode. <sighs> like, what, yeah. what even happens now? Well, I know... For sure, some stuff has to go out, go down with uh, Nikki and baby Jenny. Yeah. And all of that. Uh, obviously, something's going to happen with Nathan. Being on his own. Divorcing his parents. Yeah. I don't know about... There's some sort of like away game. It doesn't... Oh, yes. it's That's it. This is the... It's the I next think, episode. I think this is where Tudor Girl becomes cheerleader girl. Yes. It yeah. is. It is. Um, I'm, I love this episode. I'm excited. And, like, Lucas has to, like, coach Nathan or something, because Lucas still can't play. Or something. There's something with oh, Lucas and Nathan okay. in basketball. I feel like. Weird. Yeah. Oh, and um, Karen and Peyton's dad are chaperoning. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I like this episode. <laughs> It's called Spirit in the Night. So that's our next one. Yeah. So we'll be we'll be back next week and we'll talk all about it. <laughs>